Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, currently the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me, Tim. It's great to have you again as we continue our discussion from the UCAT. And today we're going to uh, talk about Jesus and what he knew. Uh, did Jesus know he was going to die when he entered Jerusalem? That's question 94 of the UCAT. Yeah, I think that at that point, uh, when Jesus entered Jerusalem, he knew that his, uh, his death uh, was imminent, that, um, uh, he was, that God was asking him to die. And what, what's very important about this is, why did Jesus die? Um, well, uh, the reason that Jesus died, and one of the reasons that Jesus died, is because he told the truth. He revealed the truth. The truth about humanity, you and I. The truth about God. And, you know, our world, in our world, the truth is not accepted. In our world, uh, those who speak the truth will be persecuted. Uh, and when we look at the cross, one thing we see is if you want to live your life according to the truth, you're going to have to die. Because that's just how the world is. Why is the world like that? Even though God created the world and he created it good, sin entered the world. And because of original sin, and uh, as a consequence, all personal sin, a world, the, the world as it is now, is in fixed rebellion against God, which means it's in fixed rebellion against the truth. Look at how many resources are spent by the major organs of our culture to keep people from knowing the truth. See, because... There's not a lot of money to be made in telling the truth. There's a lot of money to be made in telling a lie. And people very easily compromise uh, because they like the comforts of this world. And um, th so they very easily compromise the truth. They very easily jettison the truth. I mean, you and I have experienced this. Uh, I think many people have experienced where they, rather than tell the truth, they're going to tell a lie because somehow uh, they hope to gain some benefit from telling a lie. But uh, Jesus was a man of truth. He loved the truth. He is the truth. As God, he is truth itself. And um, he could not compromise the truth. And as a consequence, he died. He was killed. Recently at uh, Daily Mass, they had the uh, gospel passage where Jesus was, woe to you, to the, to the scribes and the Pharisees. And he was basically telling them the truth and at the same time insulting them and upsetting them, and they grew angry. And uh, 
I think the other part of the passage was the scribe says, well, Lord, you're including us in this too. Woe to you. I mean, he just was pouring it on. But the truth is, if we want the truth, <laughs> if, we, if we're honest, that we are sinners in need of God's grace. We are, we are constantly sinning and offending God with the way we think, speak, and act. And the point, the point that the UCAT makes is that, yeah, Jesus knew he was going to die. But in spite of the fact he knew he was going to suffer and die, he still proceeded. He, he willingly took the cup to please his Father, to do the will of the Heavenly Father, and to die for us and our sins so that we can get to heaven. So he was willing to give his all for you and me. And that's really, to me, that's the essence of Christianity, and that's the essence of Christ's mission when he came to, to, to earth. He, he came for the forgiveness of sins and for the redemption of the sinner. Yeah, to lay down one's life. Now, Jesus said, there are several interesting passages. Uh, first of all, he said, if you will be my disciples, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But with that freedom comes a price. We need to die. Uh, and um, so Jesus' death on the cross was a sign that we need to die. Maybe not a physical death, but a spiritual death. Death to ourselves and our own interior disorders. Death to our inordinate attachment to the things of this world, which is disordered in itself. Um, and to live for God. To live the life of grace. This, you know, this is really the notion of baptism. The death the immersion in the water, death to this world, rising to new life, dying to this world and the things of this world, and living for God, living the life of grace, um, dying to this world uh, that's um, run by Caesar, and then raising up to new life and rendering up unto God what is God's, which is us. Uh, you know, and so... Uh, Jesus, of course, Jesus sets the pattern of salvation. He is our leader in the work of salvation. Where he goes, we hope to follow. He is our captain. And so he sets the pattern. We seek to imitate him in our own way, to imitate him. But however we imitate Jesus, the essence of it has to be a love for the truth, the truth about who we are, who God is, where we come from, where we're going, how we get there. And, um, and Jesus is the truth. He taught us we need to die for the truth. He taught us we need to love the truth. And, uh, the, tru and the fundamental truth is God loves us. He loves us so much that he wants us to be his friends that he is willing to lay down his life so that we can be his friend, so that we can share eternal life with him forever in heaven. And that's the ultimate truth. I agree, and that's, you know, as a father, that's my job, is to get my wife and my children to heaven and bring as many people with us, as you know, to help people get to heaven. And uh, when you were talking, it reminded me of my conversation with my son in Seattle, who's 25 and who occasionally... We don't talk about God anymore because he, he gets upset because of some things we talk about. But 
I try to tell him, love the truth, what you were just saying, because if he learns to love the truth, he'll come to know God. And I've tried to do it through the, the, the through Jesus and the Catholic Church, and right now he's not there. So to say the same thing but in different language, learn to love the truth. And if he does that, he'll come around. Yeah, and so the question, you know, sometimes people ask the question, well, how can non-Christians be saved? Um, well, the answer's simple. By honestly seeking the truth. That's how you can be saved. And, and, and as you say, if you seek the truth, you will stumble upon Jesus. Perfect. Well said. So question 95 of the UCAN asks, Father, why did Jesus choose the date of the Jewish Passover for his death and resurrection? Ah, very good. You know, the pa that, and that's very important to remember that the pass, that the death of Jesus is connected with the Last Supper. In other words, the Last Supper and the death of Jesus are connected because the Last Supper is the Passover. And, you know, and this is important to remember with the Mass. The Mass which is the Last Supper now for the New Covenant, now made the New Covenant, um, the Mass is intimately tied up with the death and resurrection of Jesus on the cross. And so in all, you know, at all the times, of, any, of all the times in his life when Jesus could have instituted in the Eucharist, he chose the moment before he died so that we would know that the Eucharist would forever be tied up with the death and resurrection of Jesus. In other words, that the Eucharist would be our connection, our entrance to the, to, to the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And also, another, so Aquinas says, Aquinas asked the question, why did he institute the Eucharist the night before he died? Uh, so that we would remember the connection between the Eucharist and the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that, that, that the Eucharist is our entrance into the cross. Uh, also, the things that a person says at the end of their life are the things we usually remember about a person. Perhaps we've had that experience where someone, a parent or a loved one, said something to us at the moment of their death when, um, that we remember. Uh, God knows what we are like. He knows that we would remember the words of Jesus just before he died. And so he wanted his disciples, you and I, to remember the Passover meal, the Eucharist, that this, the Eucharist, is our connection to Jesus forever. But doesn't it also connect the Old Testament and the Hebrew people with the New Covenant? Because... The Passover is the celebration of the angel of death passing over the Hebrew people as long as they had their doorstops spread with the blood of the lamb. Yeah, no, that's a great point, Tim. You know, just as the Passover celebrates God freeing uh, the Israelites from Egypt and bringing them and leading them to the promised land, so the Eucharist reminds us of that by his death and resurrection, Jesus freed us from slavish attachment to this world, removes us from this world, which is the grace of baptism, to remove us from this world, and leads us into the promised land of heaven. Father, I like your point about how you make 
about the sacraments and that the grace of the sacraments gives us the ultimate freedom. Freedom from sin, but more importantly, a share in the life of God. And we need that. Yes, we need the grace of the sacraments. It's so unfortunate that so many Catholics have abandoned the sacraments because the sacraments, as we've said, are our connection to Jesus. The the grace of the sacrament frees us from sin, frees us from disordered attachments, frees us, you know, the Eucharist, the greatest of sacraments, the central sacraments, purifies us, forgives our sins, raises us up, gives us new life. And if after we receive the grace of the, of the Eucharist, we still find we're attached to our sins, maybe that's a sign we need the grace of the sacrament of confession. Very well said, Father. You've been listening to Father Greg Maturi as we go through the UCAT and learn what we really believe as Catholics. And today we've been talking about Jesus knowing that he was going to die and why he chose the death, his death, uh, at the same time of the Passover. Uh, Father, can we have a, a blessing on our listeners before we go? May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Remember that Faith with Father is a great teaching tool to use at your parish, along with the UCAT. You can listen to any archive show. They go by number, and they cover the entire UCAT. So just go to livingbreadradio.com, go to the programming tab, and click on Faith with Father. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry reminding you that God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.